They couldn't let you watch the Chiefs game while you were in the hospital? They had um, the Rams game on. Oh, that's heartbreaking. I mean, even... Put it in, plug it into my trailer hitch accessory light, and this light lights up on the back of my truck that says KC Chiefs on it. That is great. I have a feeling people are going to be now seeing this all over town and going, hey, that's that guy Kendall. He's a, he's a true fan. <laughs> For me, I know when they won last year, I literally just sat and cried for like 10 minutes because you know my grandpa had just passed the year before Mm. and um it it, it was just something that was special hey jeremy yes worse the two and 14 season or the tattoo (laughs) that's a great question Um, (laughs) emotionally the two and 14 season physically definitely the tattoo (laughs) i'm sarah fenske this is st louis on the air This Sunday, football fans around the world will cheer on the Kansas City Chiefs. That includes a growing fan base right here in St. Louis. Now, in many ways, the team's local popularity is to be expected. St. Louis lost its NFL franchise five years ago. And yes, the Chiefs are the reigning Super Bowl champs. But how many players have come and gone? Great players, great coaches for the Chiefs that have not been able to taste this moment. This is Pitt. Kendall Fuller up to get it. And that will end this game with under a minute to go. But some St. Louisans were rooting for the home state team even before its recent success and even before they were the only team in Missouri. And two of them join us today to talk about it. Jeremy Housewright lives in St. Clair, Missouri. He's been a Chiefs fan since he was 10. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. And we're also joined today by Kendall Beard. He's a Webster Groves resident. He's been rooting for the Chiefs for decades. Kendall, welcome. Hey, hello, St. Louis Public Radio. So, Kendall, you helped to start a St. Louis fan club for the Chiefs back in uh, 2008. How many of you, how many of them were there when you got this started? Uh, Probably four, five, six, seven, just uh, on a week-to-week basis. And, And how many are you up to today? Well, uh, last year for the Super Bowl game at Weber's Front Row, we probably had between 250 and 300 uh, people in the bar. Wow, that's in person. That's not just people who've signed on to, to support this team. They're, they're showing up. That is absolutely correct. So, Jeremy, you joined this fan club just a few years after its founding. I understand you grew up in Columbia, Illinois. Why were you rooting for the Chiefs in the first place? Uh, growing up, we didn't have a football team because the Big Red had left, and my grandfather took me to a preseason game at Bush Stadium in 1991. Uh, the Chiefs played the Jets, and um, that was my first experience with a live, in-person NFL game, and I just uh, became an instant fan of the Chiefs, and we made countless trips throughout the years up to Arrowhead, and um, you know, then I became a season ticket holder for mm-hmm about 12 years. So yeah, um, ever since I was a kid, it's just been something that was special. Was your grandpa a Chiefs fan? Um, well, he grew, you know, when I, when I was young, he was a big red fan until they moved. Okay. And then, uh, we, we just started, we would get together every week and watch Chiefs games on the TV. And, uh, so yeah, he, he liked Joe Montana. And when he was the quarterback, um, that was a team we followed. 
that was something you guys shared together. Kendall, I'm I'm curious for you, what made you a Chiefs fan in the first place? Well, when the Big Red moved to Arizona, I didn't have another team to root for, and my father had always told me to root for the teams inside uh, my state, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's Missouri, and I started rooting for the Chiefs because they were the only one that was left. I had several relatives in Kansas City, and they were all Chiefs fans. And once I went to Arrowhead for a couple times, I was hooked. Once a person goes to Arrowhead Stadium, the atmosphere and the fun, you you just get hooked. You can't help but... uh, like the team. Hmm. So, Kendall, I mean, this this story totally makes sense. There was no team. You you got devoted to these guys. But then St. Louis got its own NFL franchise for a while. We had the Rams from 94 to 2016. Were you ever tempted to switch loyalties during that point? Well, I did root for the Rams when I moved to St. Louis in 2000. I was still, Chiefs were my number one team. Mm-hmm. But I did root for the Rams because they were in the NFC and they were the team of St. Louis. They won a couple Super Bowls, and uh, but the Chiefs have always been my favorite. Jeremy, being a kid here, did you feel some pressure where people are like, come on, man, you got to just root for the Rams? Well, my grandfather and I <clears throat> were actually season ticket holders for the Rams for a number of years. Uh, we would go to all the games, and um, but the Chiefs were always my favorite team. Uh, we enjoyed going to the game together uh, here in St. Louis, and it was just it was a way for us to spend time together, and uh, you know it, it was just good fun. So I always had a soft spot in my heart for the Rams uh, because they were the local team, mm-hmm. um, you know. So, but the Chiefs were always they were they were always number one for me. So Jeremy, when you say number one, I mean you're not exaggerating here. I understand no. there's only one game you remember missing in all your yeah. years of being a Chief fan. One game? What what happened one that game. you missed this one game? <laughs> I actually was admitted to Shriners Hospital to have spinal fusion surgery when I was 16. And I had to go in the hospital on a Sunday because the surgery was on a Monday. So I had to miss that Chiefs game. And, That's and that the hospital only game I've ever missed. They couldn't let you watch the Chiefs game while you were in the hospital? They had um, the Rams game on. Oh, that's heartbreaking. I mean, it is hard (laughs) to be a fan of a visiting team. Kendall, I'm sure you've thought time and again, it would have been just so much easier not to have this rooting interest in the KC team. Say that again? It just feels like it's hard to root for somebody who's out of town. There's not that built-in ease of being a fan. Oh. Oh, the Chiefs are easy. Uh, it's, it's such a fun fan base and such a fun group. And even in the bad years, Arrowhead's full. Uh, the fans come out. They're loyal, dedicated, yelling and screaming. And we, we did have some lean years there, but we <laughs> we persevered. <laughs> Jeremy, I, I mean, Kendall really wants to be a booster here for the Chiefs, and I get it. This is his team. Yeah. But come on, there's a lot of years those Chiefs were not easy to root for. How would oh, you describe yeah. your emotional relationship with this team? Um, well, I know Kendall very well. Um, and, you know, I can remember the lean years when there was just five of us at Weber's sitting at the bar watching the game. And... Uh, you know, but for me, I know when they won last year, I literally just sat and cried for like 10 minutes because, you know, my grandpa had just passed the year before Mm. and, um, it it was just something that was special. I, I honestly never thought we would see that moment and for it to be coming up again, um, it's just unreal. Uh, it's something special. And, you know, for those 
people from St. Louis who are now Chiefs fans, uh, I hope they embrace it and they realize how lucky we are to have the success we're having right now Mm -hmm. because it doesn't happen all the time and i can tell you i mean i've sat through two and 14 seasons um (laughs) so you you gotta be a fan yeah (laughs) you gotta be a fan to sit through those especially come december when it's 20 degrees and you're going into that stadium and there's no reason to be there yeah (laughs) yeah I mean, this, that game's not going to send you to the Super Bowl, but you're no, still no. there. Yeah, that 2-14 that season, we had a rule. We had delayed cheering yeah. at Weber's front row because the Chiefs would do a big play, and we'd jump up to yell and cheer, and there's always a flag thrown. Oh. Yeah. So, so we'd hit a point, they'd do a big play, and we'd all stand up, look at each other, and wait five or six seconds. And if there's no flag, we cheered. If there's a flag, we just sit back down and go, okay, we're getting used to this. Yep. Man, that's a tough season. You can't even start to, like, celebrate the good point because you're not sure it's going to remain a good point. No. No, that was a rough year. Wasn't that the year New Orleans won the Super Bowl? And didn't we beat them that year when we were 2-14? and 14? Wasn't that one of the... I think that was actually Green Bay we beat. Okay. Yeah, they were undefeated, and they came in Arrowhead, and we beat them. So you had that one small moment in that otherwise brutal year. I'm glad you guys had that. I can tell you you hold it closely. Um, We did hear from a number of St. Louisans who have said, yeah, they didn't used to be Chiefs fans, but they are on board for this. Uh, Paul wrote us an email. He says, I tell everyone I'm a lifelong Chiefs fan since 2015 when the Rams left. (laughs) The day I found out they were leaving, I went all in on the Chiefs and never looked back. I've been to several games since, and there is nothing quite like seeing a game in Arrowhead. People make fun of me because of all my Chiefs Gear down to the valve stems on my car's tires. Yep. Paul is got all those. in. Yeah. Oh, you got those too, Jeremy. That's amazing. I do. I do. Yeah. I don't, I don't have the valve stems, but uh, I got a. <laughs> I've got a trailer hitch that lights up when I put it in the my trailer hitch plug. I put it in, plug it into my trailer hitch accessory light, and this light lights up on the back of my truck. That says KC Chiefs on it. That is great. I have a feeling people are going to be now seeing this all over town and going, "Hey, that's that guy Kendall. He's a he's a true <laughs> fan." We also heard from Ginger. She shares her story on our St. Louis on the Air Facebook page. She describes herself as a true hometown sports fan, but she left St. Louis a couple decades ago to follow her career and quote took with her the loyal sports passion that St. Louis is known for. She adds, "I always rooted for the old football Cardinals and the Rams. When they left, I went through withdrawal, but started watching the Chiefs when I could." Catch a game. I've now relocated back to Missouri and quickly got educated on the Chiefs by my nine-year-old nephew who's a fanatic. And since I still want to root for the home team, now it's the Kansas City Chiefs. And besides, Patrick Mahomes is fun to watch. So, um, Jeremy, do you guys welcome these newbies in, or is there a sense of, hey, you're Johnny-come-latelys? No, I don't have a problem with it. I I think it's great. Um, The more people we can have to uh, make the you know, have give support for the Chiefs, the better. I mean, there there's always, I guess, an outside chance that St. Louis could get another football team in the future or at least maybe some preseason games. I know the Chiefs have talked about maybe moving a preseason game to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the more support we can get, the better. I mean, I'm all for it. It saved me a four-hour drive. <laughs> there you go, if they can build up a fan base. Kendall, do you feel the same way? Yes, I do. Uh, we need the uh, – we need – turn Chiefs instead of just a small regional market around Kansas City to turn it into a whole Midwest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember whenever the Rams moved, the news uh, stations talked about who people were going to root for 
uh, Indianapolis, Tennessee, Chicago, Kansas City, because if you look at the, the Jones Dome, uh, they're all within two, about 250 miles of uh, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. But I really do believe most people in the St. Louis region are going to root for the Chiefs because they're inside our state borders and they have a connection there. Yeah, that's my anecdotal sense, is that even beyond the Chiefs' success, which certainly makes it more attractive to root for this team, let's face it, no 2-14 and 14 seasons, that people have decided this is the way to go, and, and how great for your fan club. Uh, so look, we're headed into the Super Bowl this weekend. Kendall, do you see the Chiefs taking this thing? Yeah, if both team, all things being equal, if both teams play their absolute best, I think the Chiefs would win by 17 to 20 points. They're they just have so many weapons on offense that they're hard to stop. If they're, if they're going on all eight cylinders, I don't see a way to beat them. But hmm. anything can happen. So, Jeremy, i got to ask you, um, you have three different Chiefs tattoos. you got one on your shin of last year's <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl trophy. That sounds like that it's, had to hurt. It was um, not pleasant. Um I, I think it took about three and a half hours, oh. and um, I remember there was a Marine in there in the tattoo shop sitting next to me, and he just kept looking at me, and finally I looked at him, I said, what, man? And I said, are you a Chiefs fan too? He goes, that has to hurt. Because, <laughs> I mean, you could you could literally hear the like the cartilage pop when they were tattooing oh. in certain spots on the on the shin. It didn't, that didn't hurt, but it was just weird. You could hear it. It almost sounded like if you ever get those uh, bubble wraps in the mail and you, you pop the bubbles, oh, that's, that's kind of what it was sounding like. Yeah. Jeremy, it was, tell it was me, brutal. tell me, you're not going to do this again if they win, are you? Oh, yes, definitely. You're getting the other shin? Definitely. I'm going to get the other shin. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, I guess. It, for and, you. you know, out of 18, I have 18 tattoos, which I, the shin is the most painful for me. It was. It was brutal. So is there a small part of you hoping Kansas City doesn't win so you don't have to do that again? No, not at all. No not part all. of you. You're all no, in no. for this win. I am all in. Yeah. Hey, Jeremy. Yeah. Yes. What hurt worse, the 2-14 and 14 season or the tattoo? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, emotionally, the 2-14 and 14 season. Physically, definitely the tattoo. Well, on that note, I got to say, go Chiefs. I don't want Jeremy to suffer, but I got to say, it's pretty (laughs) exciting to get that second shin tattoo. Jeremy Housewright, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And Kendall Beard, thank you. You're very welcome. More reporting from the St. Louis on the Air team is available at stlpublicradio.org. And be sure never to miss a conversation by subscribing to our podcast. You can find St. Louis on the Air on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts on the App Store. St. Louis on the Air is produced by Evie Hempo, Lara Hamden, Emily Woodbury, and Alex Hoyer. The audio engineer is Aaron Dorr. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.